Well, welcome to another edition of the Live to Shoot podcast, where we talk about all things Second Amendment and any other topics that may be relevant of the day. <clears throat> so, um, this week is Easter, and I hope everyone is being safe and staying healthy. Um, you know, this has been a tough time for a lot of people. Uh, there have been a lot of lives lost, um, a lot of inability for people to, to mourn. Uh, those losses because of social distancing requirements. Um, there's been even um, you know more you know personal loss of loss of opportunities. Um, you know I feel for all the high school and uh, seniors out there who miss their proms, high school and college athletes that have lost um, seasons, um, and uh, then you know there's the Olympic athletes out there that were supposed to be uh, going to Japan this summer and have been training for the last four years and they're not going to get that opportunity this year. Um, you know, personally, you know, my boys missed, you know, lost their high school baseball season this year um, and this was an opportunity where they were going to get to play together. One's a junior and one's a freshman and they played a few games together but before things of the world changed, uh, the team was going to be good. Maybe we had an opportunity to win state this year. My junior missed the opportunity for his, you know, first junior senior prom, um, and we just found out that he was going to a fairly prestigious uh, journalism conference this summer that he had been uh, nominated to participate in, and that's been canceled. But, you know. This, uh, in these difficult times and what seem to be disappointments, I think also um, reveal other opportunities. Opportunities for us to spend more time together as a family. Uh, things are a little slower. People have commented that, man, I can't believe it's just been two weeks or um, it's only April. But I think the uh, slowing of time is, is beneficial to some of us. Uh, and then this week is Easter, and it's really a time to sit back and and reflect on what it what is important. And I pray that uh, everybody does stay healthy and safe this week. That you find an opportunity to worship and celebrate Easter with your family in any ways that are possible. And um, just don't let the this, these difficult times get you down. I'm having to, to struggle with that, um, and we joke in my house that sometimes we feel like we've got a case of the corona blues. But let's move on. Um, our last episode we talked about the National Firearms Act of 1934. Now I want to talk about the uh, Gun Control Act of 1968. Um, which was actually replaced the Federal Firearms Act of 1938. So, you know, briefly, the, the Federal Firearms Act of 1938 developed um, the licensing requirements, which created the Federal Firearms License, which that is what I have as uh, I'm an FFL holder. Um, in addition to the licensing component of the uh, 1938 um, legislation, the law required um, licensees to maintain customer records and it made it illegal to transfer firearms to people that were of certain classes, i.e. Uh, convicted felons. 
But then the Gun Control Act of 1968 uh, came along, and it was a, it was really prompted by initially by the assassination of President Kennedy in 1963. So uh, Lee Harvey uh, purchased his rifle from an ad in a magazine and had it just shipped to him directly. So there were a lot of initial bills that were um, bantered around and met resistance um, in terms of how to modify things. But finally, the deaths of Martin Luther King and Robert Kennedy in 68 proved to be the final motivation for the passage of the Gun Control Act of, of 68. So what did the Gun Control Act of 68 do? Well, it mandated that anyone who wanted to buy a gun in an interstate transaction must go through a life of dealer, must go through an FFL, um, meaning so if you were buying a gun from somebody in Iowa and you lived in Texas, that gun that you had to run through me. So it essentially eliminated the situation that Lee Harvey did of purchasing an, an, a gun through a magazine ad. It also um, uh, banned and um, licensed individuals from acquiring handguns outside their state of residence. And the interstate purchase of long guns was not impeded by the fact so long as the seller uh, is an FFL and such a sale was legal in the state of purchase. Private sales between residents of two different states were also prohibited without going through um, an FFL, and private sales between individuals of the um, same states were also allowed as long as the transfer didn't violate any other federal laws. Um, also, it restricted anyone from acting as a dealer without holding an FFL license. Um, the law also required um, another big change was that it required serialization. So any any um, newly manufactured firearms had to have a serial number, unless it was manufactured prior to 1968 or was manufactured by a non-licensed um, manufacturer, which was is still not a, a illegal. So that's where we get and talk about the 80% lower receivers and people building out their own making their own receivers and building out their own guns and some of the controversy that we have today around ghost guns, which is now the new topic. But you can see um, the Gun Control Act of 1968 really created a lot of things that I'm involved in as an FFL who uh, focuses primarily on helping people facilitate their internet transfers and making that as, as easy as possible. Um, the, uh, you know, the next thing that I think we're, um, we're going to talk about is the, uh, the Brady Bill that came about in the 80s and the impact that it had and then um, some other uh, upcoming legislation, but um, we'll continue to move down this topic. But again, um, I want to wish everyone a, a happy Easter and be safe and stay healthy. And if you've got any questions, you know, feel free to email me. Email's in the, in the notes. Um, subscribe, hit the subscribe button, subscribe button. Um, you know, I'm getting more and more listeners um, outside the United States, which is interesting. I wonder, I'd really like to see what their perspective on some of these topics are. Um, so just email me and let me know. And if you have any questions, feel free or any topics that you'd like me to, to uh, discuss, let me know. And again, um, happy Easter and until next week. Thank you.